Welcome to another Kill Hall podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, we got some information regarding the last dev update video and what's going to be coming in March 20th. Not a whole lot of new news, but we also got some spoilers and some information regarding the Friends Play Free. All that and more on this week's episode of Keel Hauled Podcast. First up on today's docket, let's talk a little bit about what came with the last weekly stream. So this last week, we got some good information thanks to Mike and Joe talking about some of the things that are going to be coming in the game. Now, a lot of this is kind of stuff that that we've all talked about in the past, but one thing that I think really kind of hits right home is uh, there was kind of a small poll that went into the chat to ask whether or not the loot timers on floating loot is uh, good enough and Mike actually thought that the loot timers were good and then he asked the chat what we thought and we all basically sounded our uh, voice in, in one resonating no it's not long enough and decided to go ahead and make a note to uh, increase the timers for floating loot and I think I'm going to be a lot happier with that because uh, as, as you'll find out in the story later today I or later in this episode that it, it was kind of scary to uh, have a lot of loot and to have have to worry about losing it so quickly and how quickly you'll find out trust me uh, other than that there was a nice little uh, uh, possibility that mega kegs might be a low spawn chance in skeleton ships and I think that's awesome I think that the the chances of being able to take down a skeleton fort or a skeleton ship and possibly get a mega keg can really bring in some dynamic changes to when you go to a skull fort and there's another crew there because most other crews aren't going to expect a ship coming towards them with a mega keg or possibly even using a rowboat to sink one from far away. I'm looking forward to that. One of the other things that we did find out is that the Sovereign Wheel is reflecting the colors of the Royal Sovereign set. Now, what that means to me is we're going to be getting the Royal Sovereign set in the game at some point and we'll probably see an expansion of the other hulls and liveries for the different sets for capstans for wheels for cannons I know some of you are already thinking well duh obviously they're gonna be bringing but we haven't heard anything about that so it's nice to see that those colors are already imply or already in the game and that something happened to relabel or mislabel in this latest update to give us a hint that we're going to be getting those that they're ready that they're in the game that we just have to find out how much they're going to be when they're going to be available most likely probably when the next update comes not the the next actual update but when we get the next major content update <laughs> One of the other things that was addressed in the weekly stream was actually something that I've been asking for for a long time. More pirates. Well, I should say pirates in the sense that I want to have pirates that I can have specific personalities for. Sure, I've gotten my pirate and he's great, but I also have this other pirate named Nigel and Nigel's great. I, I really hope that I get a chance to have my own pirate that is just a pure version of Nigel, someone that I can have 
like my own back well I've already got a backstory for him but it's one of those things that if we're able to have more character slots then I'm not going to feel so kind of bored at the top of the the Athena crowd where I don't have anything to do you know we've we've wanted to be able to change how our pirates look in some cases some pirates didn't know that you could only have the one that you get right after the infinite pirate generator and post having your character built you only have one character, so you never get to experience any other pirate size types or anything like that. And I know there's been a lot of pirates that wanted to have like a really big pirate, but because they thought that the hitboxes were based off of the size of the pirate, they opted to go with a very skinny one. And that's kind of a bummer because a lot of people just want to be the pirate that they want to be and not have to worry about, you know, hitboxes or things like that. And to be able to give pirates the opportunity to have more than just one pirate or to be able to change your, your size, your weight, or things like that things that you can't change in game right now would be a good way for pirates to feel like they're getting to play the pirate that they want to be at the time that they want to play it some days i may just want to go out and be nothing but nigel some days i may just want to uh, be my regular pirate and one of these days i'll finally get my little napoleon pirate but until then, they're looking at ways to change your character in-game uh, and possibly having more character slots. So I'm glad that they're at least breaching that topic at the studio to, to let us know if that's something that they're open to uh, for the future. I did find out, and there was a little bit of confirmation in the weekly stream uh, and in the developer update video, that the Friends Play Free event actually went off really, really well. They had a big reception, and new games coming out in February didn't seem to really affect the concurrency that they were noticing. In fact, I was kind of surprised with games like Apex Legends, with Anthem, with Crackdown 3 with other Xbox titles coming to the system that it didn't impact as much as I thought it would the bringing new players into Sea of Thieves to get them a chance to try it out free. Apparently if you give free stuff to people they, they take it and they use it. Who knew? Now as a result of the Friends Play Free event there has been a little bit of people on the internet upset. I know. Shocking. But we did find out and I haven't been able to confirm this that the people that used codes to play for free, if they purchase the game or continue playing, will be receiving the green and white mercenary set that is the same style as the black dog, black sea dog set. Now, in when the game originally came out, if you pre-ordered, you were entitled to the Black Sea Dog set. And that set was kind of coveted at the time because uh, when you first got into the game, you found out that not only are cosmetics very expensive for the amount of gold that you need to get them when you're starting out and you're getting low-level missions, but it's the only set that is really kind of really black and a lot of pirates have or a lot of people have that fantasy of being you know the, the black black trench coat wearing tri-corner hat wielding pirate that's out there to kill and steal all they can you know they want that black beard feeling and with the black dog set that was kind of our our entry into that so a lot of us pre-ordered for that at that time if you picked up an Xbox Live game card, uh, or for time, basically, then 
in uh, and I think this was in Germany alone. I don't think this was anywhere else in the UK, but I could be wrong because obviously I don't live there and I didn't ever get much information. But if you purchased, I believe it was Xbox Live with one of the cards, you got a code for the mercenary set, which was the green and white set. Now, if you've seen any of the weekly streams with Joe Neat, you've noticed that he's kind of a top heavy pirate and he runs around with white pants and that's kind of his pirates, uh, you know, what he wears. So everyone seems to always ask, where do you get the white pants? Well, the white pants aren't in the game unless you have that DLC code. So with the pirates that are coming into the game as a result of the friends play free, if they get to play the game or buy the game and play it continuing on, then they'll be getting this mercenary set. And this has a lot of pirates that uh, invited their friends to come play the game in to uh, kind of upset because they want that. They they want to be rewarded for bringing people to the game. You know, this was something that Rare set up to give us free codes to invite people in to get more player base, which is already really high. And there's no really reward for that other than having your friends in the game. So I can kind of see where people are coming from. You know, I wanted to collect everything I possibly can. I'm not spending $500 on eBay for this DLC. But at the same time, a lot of these codes and stuff are stuff that are being recycled. We've seen that with uh, Flintlock Pistol rewards on Discord. We've seen that with uh, the Obsidian set on the weekly streams. The Mercenary sets are now coming around as a reward for people that joined as as uh, uh, free, free to or free to play week, and there has to be something to get people into the game. You know, if you're a new player, then you're already hooked, you're already enjoying it, and you're just looking for ways to increase the amount of clothes that you have in your in your your locker, you know, your clothing chest. And for people coming in, they want to have something to look cool. They want to have something to to look good in, and giving them this something that was a lot harder to get uh, outside of the outside of Germany, as far as I know is one way to kind of bring them in and say like, hey, you know, you weren't here for the the, the beta. You weren't here for the pre-order. You don't get the black Sea Dog set, but we do have a green version that you can get as well too. So that way you don't look like the typical sailor on the seas. You can kind of wear that with pride knowing that you got it and not many other people do. All right, so one thing I did want to bring up before I forget to mention this comes in with the weekly stream. Joe mentions seeing the uh, a new feature that's coming in the update, uh, the mega update, interacting with a Megalodon. And this was kind of interesting because when I thought about it, I, I instantly thought about parrots and monkeys and cats. I thought about all the pets that are going to be coming with the update. And I started to wonder if this was something that the that those pets are going to be interacting with the, the different uh, different threats out into the world like the Megalodon. Now, when I thought about it, I was thinking, you know, like maybe a parrot sitting on top or a bunch of parrots sitting on top of a Megalodon as it's on, you know, like getting getting close or swimming by. Or I thought like, you know, monkeys throwing poo at it or even like a cat trying to scratch it or uh, running away from it. And I thought this was really interesting to to think about what is what is the, the sole purpose other than to kind of enrich the the atmosphere on a ship with these pets, because I imagine they'll come with 
with us onto the islands and kind of be around us as as we do our normal voyages and stuff but how are they going to interact with other things in the world now a lot of other people are saying that there are different things that this could be and it definitely could it could definitely be like harpoons or it could definitely be fishing it could be a lot of different things but with talking about it on the stream knowing that pets are coming i had a feeling that this is kind of where they were leading and there is one thing that i don't think has really been talked about yet because i know that we're still waiting to find out like when pets are coming how much pets are going to be if they're going to be something that is going to be iterated upon as time goes on and i'm still kind of wondering what is beyond pets as far as microtransactions go for rare where do they see themselves in another year after microtransactions have been commonplace in the world of Sea Thieves. Are we going to see rare cosmetics that are only available for purchasing? Are we going to see stuff that is geared around holidays or even causes like uh, like charity events that are going to be like, you know... Um, just for example, like breast cancer awareness, most people usually have pink on uh, during that during that that event, and I'm I'm pretty sure it's in October. I could be wrong. Just to kind of put this into example, could we see microtransactions that are specifically to help support charities like Special Effect to give players a way to donate and get something in the game that would represent that they are supporting a certain cause now we already have things like the the rainbow flag and that's good but that was something that was already given to us I would kind of like to see cosmetics that are kind of driven towards community or uh, charity events that are something that we can purchase and have a certain time frame, like, you know, during the month of October, during Breast Cancer Awareness, anyone that purchases these liveries that are all pink will help with donating to different causes towards you know, breast cancer awareness, uh, research, things like that. I'm kind of wondering what's the next step beyond just pets because pets are kind of a very they're kind of a very uh, selfish thing you know and I'm wondering if maybe we can take advantage of this platform and get people to start sailing around with pink liveries you know I think that would be really kind of funny to see on the seas it, it would it, it's not very pirate but it's still one of those things that not everything in this game is very piratey and because of that I think there's room for us to do some good for the world uh, to, to try and bring awareness to different things and to get some cosmetics out of it. What do you guys think? All right, so let's actually skip over the weekly stream, jump right into the dev update video. There was something that I guess I didn't really realize coming out of the uh, Inside Xbox event. And this latest dev update video really kind of put it into perspective. And I and I got some clarification from Joe on Twitter. The next update, the, the, the announcement that's coming as a result of uh, the, the mega update, the March 20th announcement, March 20th is going to reveal everything that they're going to be releasing soon. This mega update is is the arena. It is the pets. It is the cosmetics coming with that. It is the quest changes. Everything that we knew that they had postponed as of last year that we were spending more time on, plus the arena, that's all getting announced on March 20th. We're going to get a date for that. Now, I thought this would be amazing to have as a shadow drop you know March 20th comes it's the one-year anniversary of the game's launch and boom 
mega drop you know they just put everything on the on the table and say here you go enjoy we're gonna just walk out and have a nice little vacation and we'd be happy for the next six months i don't think that's gonna happen it's kind of a bum it's kind of a bummer because i would really love that but i don't think that they're going to be uh doing any kind of shadow dropping on that it would be amazing but i think that they'll they'll at least give us an update and hopefully it's something that comes before e3 i really hope so I hope that it's something that comes before June. Uh, I would like to see something in April because March 20th is already pretty late. So usually in these instances, Rare tends to do announcements for content drops three weeks prior to them actually happening. Which if that's the case, then if March 20th is the time frame that we're looking at for the announcement of when that's actually coming out, then that would give us a an April 10th release for the update the mega update now it could be an extra two weeks just because they're they're planning on making sure that everything's fine and say that it's coming out in a month at which point that would put that around april 24th i'm still fine with that as well too although a month is a long time to wait i know when they first put out the uh the beta and i had to wait a month for the next round of like beta tests and stuff before we got the scaling test that was really hard not to be able to play it but having a mega update that close after the announcement would be great it's not a shadow drop i would still really love a shadow drop same day it's live now but i don't think that's going to happen but we're going to be getting everything everything guys think about everything that they've talked about since shrouded spoils in all of the update videos that's all coming and that's why we're not going to be seeing any major updates anytime soon. And that could be good. It could be bad. I don't think we're going to be getting any new Buildrat updates uh, just because we're already into February. And the next update that we know of isn't going to be coming until late February, early March. And then March 20th is going to be the main announcement, at which point we'll get a date. And the date will hopefully be in April because that would probably put it around the time that they're planning on releasing everything, hopefully. Crossing my fingers, hooks, and parrots. One of the other things that we did find out going into the dev update video is that not only have there been people that have found a way to still achieve a 1-2 double gun execution, uh, but that is something that they realize is in the, it, it's a fix that they're bringing for the next update that they said was going to be late February, early March. Also, they're going to be taking care of one of the problems where you can't necessarily hear water filling in the ship. This was something that I noticed last night and I was really kind of like freaked out by it because I hadn't experienced it before then. But not being able to hear water filling up in your ship and running down below deck and seeing the bottom hull completely full is really terrifying when you're sitting there trying to take on a ship and you hadn't realized just how long a hole had been open in the bottom of your ship. And that could be a bigger problem in the mega update. And I'm going to go into that or why that might be the case in spoilers at the end of the episode because we, uh, we, we found some stuff on Reddit. We don't know if it's real or not could be all fake but i'm going to be talking about that and more at the end of the at the end of the actual episode so it looks like pioneers have finally gotten access to the arena this is something that we've known has been coming since the beginning of january that they're working towards getting pioneers access to the arena to be able to start testing that and i think i think this is something that has finally come to pioneers now i can't say who 
or how or why. I just have a feeling, based on some of the people that I know, that Arena is now available for Pioneers, has been for about a week maybe, and so far lots of stuff has been changed or at least things that have been changed in there are interesting enough that they're excited about it. And that's really great. Uh, Joe mentioned that there was supposed to be a way for us to be able to get into the Pioneer system easier. When? Still been waiting on that. I've been signed up since before the game launched, still haven't been granted access to it. Obviously, I can't talk about what I see in the Pioneer build, but I still would love to get a chance to actually get in there, test things out, see how they work, give positive critical feedback or negative feedback if it's something that is just not working and needs to get changed, things like that. I, I love that process. I would love to be able to do that. And to know that the pioneers are getting into the arena now is really cool. I can't wait to hear some stories from the development side of it when they were when they talk about what the pioneers have been doing and what they've been seeing. Obviously, the pioneers themselves can't actually talk about it. This coming week is going to be a weekly stream with one of my favorite people in the Sea of Thieves community, Captain J from the Crow's Nest from what I understand, is going to be this week's guest for the weekly stream. I'm really excited about this. I've been chatting with Captain Jay since before the game launched. He's one of the first people I reached out to who was doing constant Sea of Thieves content before launch actually happened. Now, he's been around for a long time. He's been following it since the alpha, since the beta. This has kind of been his territory in YouTube for a very long, long time. Now, I know a lot of other YouTubers came out and have gotten really popular, you know, Falcor, Hitbox. There's been a lot of them jesse tattoo there's there's a lot of great youtubers out there making some great content but i'm really happy to see captain j getting a little more sunlight shone down on him and his channel because he just puts out good content and he loves the game and he wants to support the game it's to the point where they actually have him somewhere in the world and anyone that's been listening to my show since i started knows that even back in may when i started getting cookie codes for everyone I put out a contest with Captain Jay and we offered, you know, Xbox Live time and Xbox Gold time to try and find the code or try and find uh, Captain Jay's um, like little Easter egg. Nobody has found it and we have an idea of where it is and hopefully some one day we'll actually get a chance to actually find it. Now, I'm sure when, you know, if it's been moved and we just don't know, I'm sure we'll probably find out about that sooner or later. But if anyone is out there, and finds it, let me know. I'll try and get you something. I don't know what. I, I, I'm just, this is something that I've been trying to get someone to do for a long time. No one's been able to find it. It's out there. But the good news is, is that my good friend, Captain Jay, will be on the next weekly dev stream. And I can't wait to go and support him. As always, it's during the daytime for uh, Americans. It's um, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And then it's 5 p.m. Uh, UTC. So if you get a chance, always, please, they're on YouTube. They're on Mixer. They're on Twitch. You can watch them anywhere. John is a, a hoot to listen to and watch all. Watch him try and keep up with all the chats. Whoever's on the stream is as far as the devs go are always great they're always very kind and they have a lot of fun and you tend to get a little bit of information and i know captain jay he might be asking some pretty hardball questions to the devs to try and find out what's going on 
with uh, the future updates. So looking forward to that and and more. So in Sea of Thieves community, there's always some great, great creators out there that do some amazing work, uh, whether it be Loot and Liz with her props or other creators drawing amazing photos like Snuggler's Bay. And recently there's been one that got brought to my attention on Twitter. And this comes from Miguel Delgado. He is a big fan of Sea of Thieves to the point where he actually used his talents as a modeler and creator to make up a beautiful 3D printed diorama. Uh, I'm going to leave a link for this video in the show notes. I want you guys to, to take a moment to go watch it. It's a couple minutes. You can do it while you're sitting in the bathroom doing whatever you do in the bathroom and just appreciate how much effort must have gone into this. He used a lot from the actual game itself. Uh, he used ZBrush to be able to model out his pirate and his crewmates pirate. They're uh, sitting on top of a small little piece of island that the stones work out to be the Reaper's Mark and uh, Captain's Chest. Uh, they 3D printed this using any cubic uh, photon 3D printer. It was hand painted with the help of White Weasel Studio and the water was made with an epoxy and resin and a cake mold so there's some uh, high-res photos in the description of the video it looks great it's so cool to see stuff like this come out I would love to be able to have my pirate in a scene like this that I could buy and actually have like on my desk uh, as well it's just one of those things that you don't you don't see people going to that much trouble with a lot of other games but because of the style because of the the fun that can come from this game and the community that's come up around it uh it's it's been amazing to see just some of the some really talented and knowledgeable people now granted you can have talent but you may not have the knowledge of how to do this stuff the fact that he has the resources available to do this and the time to be able to do this is great as well too and i can't I I can't say enough about how beautiful this looks. It's amazing. It looks like something that you'd see uh, in a store somewhere on a display shelf for 150 bucks. I'd, I'd probably pay that. I would actually, yeah, I'd, I'd pay 150 bucks to have my pirate in a custom, custom 3D printed resin statue thing. That'd be awesome. Next up on today's docket, Captain's Log. So. This last, uh, actually last night, technically, I was up pretty late uh, with some good friends of mine, uh, one of them being Hoss Sauce, the other being Twisted Shots TV, and uh, Papa Smark, who's a great fan of wrestling and has his own Twitter account or Twitch account as well. We were all for uh, streaming and playing last night. It was, we were on a galleon. We had a good time. The, it started out fairly simple. Uh, Haas jumped on uh, voice chat and basically stated that every megalodon, ghost ship, and kraken we come across has to die without exception. So we kind of took that in stride and started out on our Athena's voyage. So we had the intent of just kind of going around getting treasure and fighting off stuff as we go. The first thing we do is we start sailing over to Crook's Hollow from Ancient Spire Outpost. And as we're sailing, just kind of getting our bearings and seeing what's going on, we see a sloop. And at that point, we're just like, all right, well, sloop, time to sink it. So we started chasing after the sloop, and it was a little rough. I think we were all kind of working 
together to kind of figure out like how how our dynamic works who's going to be in charge of what who's going to work on this and that we chase them for a fair amount of time and when i say a fair amount of time i mean we went from crow's nest fortress which is where we we initially kind of engaged them all the way up to uh what i think was tri rock isle i actually didn't i wasn't paying attention to where we actually hit uh them into the island that we all just kind of we we there was not very much finesse going into this engagement it was basically ram them jump onto the ship kill them find out that they're doing a merchant quest had zero zero things on the on, on any they didn't have any they didn't even have crates they were doing a merchant voyage and they didn't even have the crates from the merchant uh npc themselves I'm pretty sure these guys were really freaked out because they kept sailing away from us. I mean, granted, we're galleon, they're sloop, but we sank them and almost sank ourselves after ramming the island. And that was when I started to realize that you can't hear water filling into the ship always. Uh, that bug is bad. Uh, we we almost sank and it was kind of freaking out uh, for a moment there, but... We saved the ship, we got reoriented, and we started actually working on uh, some of the voyages up in the actual wilds where our, our Athenas was kind of stretching us up to. So we went over to Sunken Grove and just kind of did some normal stuff. You know, we were uh, digging up chests, working on riddles, getting blown up by skeletons with powder kegs. And that was about the time that I realized that our next voyage had us set to arrive on Old Faithful and there were skeletons oh uh, i forgot to mention the skeletons were on the very tippy top of the island and they were gold so we we spent a a, a fair amount of time on old faithful island uh it's it's one of those ones that you kind of have to let it soak in to really kind of enjoy the experience you can't just jump on the island dig up a chest hop off and get on to your next voyage you kind of have to simmer on that island and stew and really really hate some of the cannon towers there who for some reason inexplicably always decide to spawn and start pummeling your ship within range when you're at the very utmost top pinnacle of this island trying to slash at a gold skeleton who just refuses to die and let you have their skull yes that is always the best time at old faithful if you're not getting lost or blown up by powder keg skeletons that seem to be spawning all the time but I love Old Faithful. I think it's great. I'd much rather have it over Crooked Masts. And you guys are all wrong for thinking I'm crazy. So after, ooh, I'd say maybe 45 minutes? I, I feel like 45 minutes is a generous amount of time to say that we were on that island. We came away with our four skulls and proceeded on to the next island in our voyage. Now, as we're sailing, we're kind of heading towards Shipwreck Bay, not realizing that we had a cargo to pick up at Wild Treasure Store. Um, that didn't come until much later in the voyage. And uh, much to the chagrin of the, the crew, I eventually got and uh, had to ditch them for with a rowboat to go to go get but we'll, we'll get there we'll get there so as we're sailing we are heading over towards shipwreck bay and we finally after you know sailing around for a bit 
come across a Megalodon. And this was just the first one that we came across. And I was really happy because I love fighting the, the Megs. I think they're great. And as we're fighting it, we eventually get to the point where it, it dies. It takes a long time. And we notice a sloop is starting to head towards us. And as they're sailing towards us, we start noticing some odd activity to the point where they're actually shooting outwards. Uh, we're not sure why, but immediately I kind of assume that it's they're probably getting chased by a meg and as they're sailing by we're getting ready to probably fire onto them because we're kind of you know we're being pretty protective of the uh the two islands worth of treasure that we have plus what we picked up along the way from uh, other things and we just want to make sure that we are are able to to kind of protect what we have and get rid of these guys well they are sure enough actually sailing by and dragging a megalodon with them and we kind of realize that this is going to be a good opportunity for us to actually take their megalodon and you know, we get two megalodon so we shoot at the megalodon and it eventually starts to leash back to its location and as it's leashing we shoot it enough times to get its attention and it actually starts coming after us and maybe one or two circles around the ship i kid you not this megalodon dies like these guys put enough work into this uh megalodon as they were sailing by trying to protect their own treasure going to daggertooth outpost that we managed to snuff out the little light that's inside it uh, with very little effort, and it was kind of nice. So it was at this point that uh, we're kind of working our way towards Shipwreck Bay. Now, we haven't actually gotten to Shipwreck Bay when uh, we're, we're, we're kind of figuring out what's going on because we see that there's the sloop there we find another galleon and then there's a couple ghost ships around so we're kind of tentatively figuring out what we want to do well with the shipwreck bay treasure uh i i kind of hang out on the ship i'm just kind of relaxing and it, 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 it i've come to realize that <laughs> i forgot to mention to uh, haas and papa smark that the uh athenas that we're on tends to spawn skeletons all the time and as a result you're, you're kind of dealing with the fact that you're always going to have these really hard skeletons and they they're they're a little upset I, and, and understandably you know you, you kind of want to make sure that you know you you kind of know what you're getting to when you start a mission i kind of neglected to mention that and it was kind of a, a bummer so they're fighting these skeletons and we're trying to get the last last little bit of treasure we finally get it and we're actually kind of happy because we're, we're about to move out and as we're heading i believe we started heading north i can't remember why but we were heading towards dagger tooth for something i think I think we were actually planning on actually going to the wild treasure store to finish up that cargo. And this was about the time it was, it was pretty recent that, uh, Haas was, was saying, you know, like all we need now is a Kraken, you know, it'd be fun if a Kraken showed up, which immediately spawns Krakens. As anyone knows, anytime you call a Kraken, that's just gonna, you're just asking for it at that point. The devs are always listening. So, uh, Papa Smart is goes off and he, he takes a quick AFK and that's when we get hit with a Kraken and it doesn't take much much time for us to uh, die and lose everything now we we had a, a lot of treasure at this point and it was uh, kind of a bummer because <laughs> because we really didn't want to lose all that so I I kill myself in the the black water and I and I decided to head back to the ship to try and get it spawned so that we could actually come back and sure enough we're in luck. The ship is at Sunken Grove. Now anyone that's not familiar with the map 
we were at Shark or Shipwreck Bay. Daggertooth Outpost is just to the to the northwest of that, and Sunken Grove is just to the to the north of Shipwreck Bay. And as I spawn, I realize where we're at, and I think, oh, thank goodness, finally, we're we're getting a little bit of luck. We're not going to lose everything. I just got to get the ship anchor up, sails down. And we're sailing over back to the Kraken. We can still see the Kraken. It's not very far. I mean, it's really close. We got really, really lucky. And as the Kraken immediately ends up despawning, we start sailing into where we're trying to find our treasure. And as we find it, all of it is just sinking. It is just like dropping quickly and Twisted jumps into the water. He's swimming as fast as he possibly can and he's freaking out because it's going all the way down to the bottom. He and he didn't know at the time and I it's partially my fault for not making sure that people knew how to how to float loot, but if you grab it and then drop it that essentially resets the float timer on it, but you have to actually grab it. You can't just touch it. So it is sinking. He's not actually grabbing it. It's sinking further and he's freaking out because now he's starting to drown. And we're trying to find where he is. And thankfully, I was off the ship and I grabbed a mermaid because I was trying to find a rowboat over at the Isle of Last Words. Uh, I grabbed a mermaid and when I spawned back on top of the ship, I happened to see his mermaid out in the water as a flare. And I knew exactly where we had to go. And we just had to go a little bit more to the right to, to go over to that. I jump in the water and I'm swimming down to the very bottom to start grabbing loot and start floating it. And I don't know... I'm fairly certain we got all of it, but there was there was one piece that was in particular that we missed, and it was a little silver spittoon that I had up by the ship wheel that I use for any time I need to spit. It's just a, you know, I like to have like a little splatoon up there, just, or not splatoon, that's a totally different thing, not squids, uh, a spittoon there in case, you know, I want to, I want to you know at the wheel and i don't want to have to walk over to the edge of the railing and spit into the ocean i'd rather just spit into the spittoon and be happy and done with it so we're we're floating loot i forget all about it twisted doesn't doesn't think about it no one else mentions it we get everything we float it all and then the sharks come and the sharks are just just murderous uh it's it's insane just how how quickly they can seem to come especially if you kill a hungering one and there just happens to be three or four instantly out of nowhere so we're sitting there trying to get all our loot back onto the ship and the sharks are now there we're trying to kill the sharks we're uh just having a heck of a time we save everything except for the spittoon and i'm really bummed out about that but we get a couple powder kegs and we start going on our merry way I can't even remember what happened after this. We were sailing for five hours straight, and as a result, I, I can't even remember the entire, like everything that was going on in the voyage. Uh, I know that we at one point attempted to do a, uh, a skull fort, and that skull fort was actually being occupied by, and it was one of the original threes, it was actually being occupied by one of the uh, the actual uh, brigs that we had seen on the island. And we knew that the brig wasn't going to be very good because they had actually dropped anchor and not risen sails and then raised anchor. So their sails were down, they were anchored, and we knew that they weren't going to be any good position to to fight. So as we're sitting there uh, waiting to, to, to kind of sail around to get to, to sink them, 
we we are just kind of getting prepped i'm kind of letting everyone know you know we need to slow down we need to make sure that you have like you know cannonballs planks bananas full ammo get get readied up basically we sail around and we start pummeling their ship full of powder kegs and and uh or not powder kegs cannonballs we sink them fairly quickly and we kill off the the players not much longer after that their actual uh they they come back and they come after us and then as they're coming back they keep looting these uh shipwrecks for supplies obviously they want to go into the fight a little more prepared than just the original bunch of, of treasure that they have we sink them a second time they have yet to get it they haven't understood that we're going to kill them every time they come. And in between the time of their second trip and their third trip, a sloop sails up to the fort, very nonchalant with their uh, with with their alliance flag up. Now, this has been shortly after we had just finished sinking the other brig- the brigantine for the second time. We hadn't really had a chance to finish killing off their crew and getting reset with the ship. So they they could have had us if they had tried, but they sailed up, uh, parked, raised sails, and then raised anchor, and then called out, hey, we're here to do the fort. And I'm thinking, that's actually pretty pretty kind of them you know they're they're coming in they want a little bit of it and Haas is uh is is wanting to actually wants to actually like get you know have them join us and I'm like Haas they want to split the loot and he's like no we get it all and I'm like no 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 they want to split the loot like we we don't get to just not give them anything for this unless we sink them and he's like oh okay so at that it was at that point that we realized that it was like okay well we just need to kill them then so we i i I decided at this point i was going to see how this works because they were being pretty pretty non-aggressive so i uh called out and i was like nah we're good and he's like okay taking off and he just leaves he didn't put up a fight he didn't argue he's like nope (laughs) galleon says that we're good i'm just gonna leave him and not even worry about not even worry to try and take that fight so that was kind of funny uh i was really surprised to actually have someone not try and attack us uh after they come up and i was really just kind of surprised that they that they rolled in as quickly as they did and then we're just happy to to leave that quickly after so after that we had the the brig come a third time and the third time they were a little bit smarter this time we're sitting at the fort and we're kind of at the ready. You know, we'd seen them coming for a while. They gathered more supplies. And as they're sailing towards us, they pull around and then they stop a fair distance away over by the wild treasure store. And they just sit there and the guys are trying to work out what to do. Oh, you know, okay, well, uh, I'm, I'm, I know that they're waiting for us to finish the fort. Then they're going to try and attack us to get the key and maybe a mega keg to sink us. And they're trying to work out whether or not they should swim out there or if they should keep under the water to make sure no one's trying to swim towards us with any kind of powder kegs. And at that point, I'm like, let's just go sink them. And they're like, all right. <laughs> Captain Captain Logan's like, all right, we're just going to go sink them. So we sail over there. They've anchored again. I can't, I can't stress this enough. If you're a new pirate, let me just let me just give you this this helpful hint. Don't drop your anchor. Don't drop anchors. If you drop an anchor, you're stuck. You can't leave. You can't turn the ship. If you give an opportunity to another crew to be able to uh, actually get a good uh, angle on you and you have no angle on them for uh, for firing your cannons, 
you're sunk. That's it. I'm sorry. There's nothing that you can that you're going to be able to to do. So at that point, you're basically stuck. So we sail over there and we sink them again. And I think it was at that point that we finally realized, like, we're, we're low on supplies. We really can't. Uh, we we can't afford to to like to do anything more. You know, if they come back again, there's not enough supplies on this ship for us to be able to handle another attack. So we we decided at that point that the two that the that we're going to sail over to uh, galleon's grave outpost to resupply and as we're sailing over there a skeleton ship spawns on us and we <laughs> we don't have anything to be able to kill them with we have maybe maybe 30 cannonballs uh, around all uh, but between all of us and we're sailing over to galleon's grave we're just trying to put shot the this skeleton ship as as much as possible with with effective shots some not so effective but effective and we're we're getting over to galleon's grave and we park over at galleon's grave and I, it's at this point that i realize that there's two player galleons nearby there's two ghost ships in the area one at the fort and then one at us and I'm waiting for uh, I'm waiting for us to, to get to a point where I can actually like get some supply. So there's the the ship that's coming. There's the uh, the we and by the way we have a ton of powder kegs. So the the ghost ship comes around the the actual island, and I tell the guys to grab a couple powder kegs and go keg them. So we get one. It doesn't sink. We grab two more powder kegs and we head over to uh, we head over to the other side and they swing around and they start coming directly at us at the dock and they uh, uh they we get one powder keg on and then i grab another powder keg and we keg them for a third time the ship uh gets hit but we take no damage and we uh we manage to sink the the ghost ship so two of the guys grab the rowboat and head over to a couple of barrels uh, out in the water, the, the barrels of plenty, and start gathering resources and start loading them into the rowboat. Meanwhile, uh, Haas is grabbing all of our treasure and wants to get a, a shot before we turn in because it's at this point we kind of say you know okay well things are getting a little hairy we don't have the supplies to be able to defend all this loot if we're going to try and finish off this skull fort so let's go ahead and turn in what we got and then we'll just get the skull fort loot and come back and kind of keep going so at that point Haas is dumping everything onto the dock for a good photo I am uh, grabbing all the supplies on the on the island and uh, Twisted and Papa Smark are getting all of the treasure from the actual barrels out in the water we turn everything in it's a heavy haul and we're not even done we decide at that point this is this is pretty late into the evening these guys are starting to worry about whether or not their uh their their significant others are going to come in and pull the plug on our fun and with good reason because they they all kind of have to be up pretty early for for stuff on sunday so you know you want to get a good night's sleep always get a good night's sleep guys don't stay up late and, and do stuff unless you you know that you can so the uh the the we turn everything in and we start selling we decide we're going to try and finish off this athenas and it was at that point that i sent the guys down into the wilds to go or into the uh the the ancient isles to go finish up the last couple islands we had we had crook's hollow for uh for skeletons and for a uh, a cargo run and we had thieves haven for a riddle so I take the rowboat up to Wild's uh, Wild Treasure Store and get the cargo. And as I'm getting the cargo, I notice that the the fort that we abandoned is now being occupied by a galleon. And 
I am in a rowboat with a bunch of cargo now, and I'm rowing over towards this uh, galleon at the fort. And that was at this point that a, a ghost ship was starting to sail by, but they weren't aggroed. And I was thinking, God, this would be a great opportunity for, for me to see if I can just how much I can mess up, mess with them. So I start uh, start swimming out to the ghost ship and I jump on the ghost ship and start killing a couple skeletons. And just what I thought would happen happens. I aggro the skeletons onto that galleon crew the gal the the ship turns around and starts firing cursed cannonballs onto the ship and starts hitting the ship at the fort meanwhile i'm jumping back onto my rowboat with a bunch of plants and rum and rowing over to their galleon i dock my ship or my rowboat onto their ship and i start grabbing they have a gunpowder barrel in the captain's cabin who does this who does this don't put barrels in the captain's cabin ever i could have shot it i should have shot it instead i grabbed it and i and i dropped it by the mast and i was going to crawl up to the uh, the crow's nest to see if they had any more and it was at this point that the worst luck happened a crew member who had been alerted to the ghost ship firing on their ship finally made it back to their ship and saw me climbing the ladder and instead of me seeing if they could actually, uh, if they were climbing up the ladder, they didn't shoot me. So I didn't know if they actually saw me, but they did. They followed me up the, la the ladder and they tried to kill me. They sword slashed in the crow's nest and blew up what had to have been like six barrels. And I, my heart was, my heart just sunk because I was like, oh. I could have had them. I could have killed them all. I could have sank their ship and been done with it. And all I really wanted to do was just give them a bunch of cargo and a rowboat, but I figured I was going to blow them up while I was at it. So I died and I got back to Crow's Net or Crooked Mast. And it was at that point that uh, the guys had been working on the skeletons. Uh, we grabbed the cargo. And as we were leaving Crook's Hollow to head over to uh, Thieves Haven, we got Krakened again. And at that point, it was just painful because uh, this time we lost uh we'd lost our ship and as i was trying to slash at this uh tentacle that was wrapped uh one of the head tentacles to to, to finish them from actually wrapping um i heard someone climb up the ladder i saw someone climb up the ladder i'm half blinded because of the blood and this guy shoots me and i die and i'm freaking out because now i know that there's a crew that <laughs> there's a crew that's actually right next to our ship and we sink and i'm just totally bummed out because I'm trying to think of how the heck we're actually going to, uh, how the heck we're actually going to, to kill them and get our loot back. Cause at that point we only had four skulls cause we just finished up the, uh, the order of souls for the Athenas there. We get over there, this sloop crew is taking on this Kraken and they finish it just as we get back to them. Meanwhile, we had actually spawned back over at, uh, old salts atoll. So not too far, but far enough. We start chasing them, we ram them, and we sink them. We get some of our treasure back. We, we, they must have lost one of our skulls because we only had two that they had and then two that we had. And we get back and we find some of our other stuff in the, in the water. We finally get over to the Thieves Haven. We're searching around for this riddle. We finally get the riddle after I had to look up the last uh, the last clue on Rare Thief. Uh, thank you, Rare Thief, for your map. I really appreciate it because it saved me. The the, the clue was right next to a, a message in a bottle spawn of gold skellies, so I had been avoiding the area and not realizing that that was where the painted spears had been. 
we finished the Athena and we call it a night and it was probably one of the most amazing nights out there. Uh, the things that I would take away from that are uh, don't fire cursed cannonballs at uh, people unless you know what cursed cannonball it is in the barrel and uh, don't ask for krakens um, unless you're fully prepared to, to handle a kraken at any given time because I guarantee you it's going to happen and uh, it's it's going to be really really bad if you don't if you if you lose it to, to anything so all in all it was a great night it was a long stream and I know it was later I'm uh, man I, I still had a good time but just as kind of a side note with the new job that I have uh, I'm working afternoons and evenings I'm, I'm basically starting pacific time like three in the afternoon I'm going towards um, to 11 in the evening I'm not going to be able to be online as much as I used to be because I'm actually in a full-time job so as far as life goes things are getting better but as far as uh game time and streaming goes it's going to be a work in progress to get back to where i was uh streaming in the mornings and not being uh and not having enough time to be able to take care of other stuff and whatnot so uh everyone that that does come watch the streams i appreciate you guys doing so um i'm still trying to work out how i'm going to get that all kind of worked out but it was a great night. It was a great uh, adventure. We sank uh, the brig at least three times. We sank a few sloops uh, throughout the evening. Never came across another galleon, though. Never had any galleons mess with us. And uh, overall, it's just a, a good time. Uh, really enjoyed it. So looking forward to the next voyage that I can take those guys out on and, and actually see, uh, see, see what we can get done. <laughs> Pirates. So that was a pretty long captain's log. Sorry if it got a little boring at any point, but I just had to share that story with you just to, to it was such a good night. I couldn't not share that. So right now I'm going to call this the spoiler warning. Uh, if you're still listening to this, I'm going to be talking about stuff that is unconfirmed. That is just plausible, possibly faked stuff that shows up on the internet as well as stuff that gets data mined. So everything that you're listening to after this point is just going to be spoilers. If you don't want to know, or if you don't are if you aren't interested in uh, possibly fake stuff then stop now after this is the end of the the episode i always keep the spoilers towards the end that way you don't have to worry about missing out on anything or skipping ahead and hearing something you don't want to i think that's enough preamble for that so let's get into spoilers so if you were on reddit at any point in the last few days you may have seen a couple images that came out and these images are interesting because what they show are different ships that have the the current speed holes on them uh with broken masts in a while ago we had a bug where it actually showed like the masts kind of angled they're actually broken and this was something that was just like a clean break it looked like a complete bug this wasn't something that was intended that didn't look like it was intended it looked like there was a problem fast forward a few months and i think this is us kind of looking at what the devs were working on and what that means is something that I've wanted in the game for a long time may actually be coming to the game. We may actually have something that damages the masts. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on the show. I'm just going to rehash the idea that I had a long time ago so that it's kind of fresh in your mind. 
uh, I've always wanted to see mass damage that you could repair. And this would be something that would require, you know, a fair amount of planks. You would have to use somewhere between three and five planks. And you'd have to basically put the planks up on the mast. And you would have to raise up the mast to be able to uh, repair the damage to it. This would give players an opportunity if you didn't have cursed cannonballs uh, to, to be able to slow them down or stop them from being able to move permanently. Now with cursed cannonballs, you can have you know rigging rigging balls that actually uh, raise the sails, or a, a anchor ball that prevents them from leaving. They have to raise the anchor. Those are good, but you don't always have those, and you may not always have a good shot. And if you just have regular cannonballs, then being able to damage the masts to where they fall over, and you actually have to get these things repaired, would be a good way to ensure that players aren't able to quickly sail away. Uh, two images that we saw actually have a uh, galleon and a sloop with these damages. The other thing that we see is damage that is on the actual wheel of the ship itself, uh, knocking out one of the uh, uh, two of the posts that you would normally grab. I don't know how effective that would be, and I don't understand the, the really the, the goal behind it outside of just seeing more damage on the ship, but it was very interesting to see that they're looking to bring a little more realism to the cannonballs that actually hit on the ship. Uh, one of the things that the it's actually mentioned in the in the reddit post is that the holes in the ship apparently have different sizes now depending on how many times you hit the same spot uh, so it looks like something that may be coming in this uh, mega update that's being tested right now is more of an overhaul for the damage on ships something that affects the masts the wheels and if you're in a position where you're only able to get the same shot on the uh, same part of a ship that instead of it just being one hole and potentially stopping someone from repairing it by knocking them away from the actual hole you could actually be hitting the same spot to cause a bigger hole that might require more planks that would actually fill up the the ship faster so that it isn't uh, fruitless to be hitting one spot only on a ship it's something that i think is going to bring a lot more tactics to ship-to-ship uh, -ship combat I think coming into this uh, for the arena can make a big difference and can really kind of change how you plan uh, on actually attacking ships because right now you you if you go into it with cursed cannonballs you're going to be fairly well off but if you don't then you're kind of at a disadvantage to someone that does and sometimes having uh, more more availability to damage a ship in different ways outside of using cursed cannonballs can still kind of even the playing field if you're in a situation where you lost them or you use them i'll be interested to see how much of this is real uh i'm i'm looking at it at the images it looks like something that would be hard to be faked uh but then again i've seen some pretty amazing photoshop work out there so for the time being i'm gonna say that this is uh potentially real i just and a lot of that's just kind of based on the bug that we had a long time ago where the uh the the actual default position for the the masts when you load it into the game was actually at the angle that they that some of these masts are now and it, it looked kind of weird you could kind of jump on them but you'd fall through it and take damage but being able to see this image now it lends itself to that idea that that would be something that you actually had to worry about if someone was able to get good enough shots on your mast 
to be able to crack it in half and then force you to use planks to actually repair it. All right, pirates, that's it for the spoilers. This is going to be the end of the show. If you've been listening, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I know that I, I didn't get a first mate's log in this week, but because the show is going along with the captain's log, I just want to make sure that you're not listening for a couple hours to more stories when I can save some of those good ones for next episode as well, too. A uh, little bit of an update outside of just real life stuff. Uh, I am getting my motorcycle actually worked on. They ordered the parts for it and hopefully I'll have my own mode of transportation back again sometime in the next week or two. Who knows how long it's going to take. It took them a, a week and a half just to get me the estimate. So looking forward to that. So I'll be able to have more time before uh, work to be able to jump online to play with other people. Uh, I'm still enjoying the game. I still think there's a lot that, that I want to do in the game. I want to be able to save up as much gold as I can going into the mega update because I know if it's a mega update and they're going to release a bunch of cosmetics, I'm going to want them. And to do that, I'm going to need a lot of gold. So I got to get back on those sales and I got to get sailing get as much gold as I possibly can. Pirates, thank you. I love you. I hope you have a good week and I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves.